please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Today, I'm Greg McIntyre of McIntyre Overall, helping seniors protect their assets and legacies. And today, we're going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. It has to do with Medicaid planning and VA planning now because there's look-back periods for VA, a three-year look-back period starting today, starting October 18th, okay? So I'm filming this on October 18th. We're talking about spin-downs. That's the whole topic, spin-downs. So what do you do if you have too many assets to qualify for long-term care Medicaid, for nursing home care or special assistance Medicaid that pays for assisted living care in North Carolina. There's a three-year look-back period for assisted living care, five-year look-back period for nursing home care. And, wow, that can be very troubling for people because they haven't planned ahead. Important to plan ahead. Need to have your general durable power returning in place first in case you become incompetent or incapacitated before, you know, before you get that done, you know, before you get assets moved. You need to have a ladybird deed, possibly, because they're allowed in North Carolina at the limits this year. And I have a graphic that we'll put up that talks about that. Limits for a single person, $2,000 in assets. The home, you can protect the ladybird deed on a home up to a value of $572,000 for the home and any surrounding property. Also, for a married couple, you can do a spin down. You can have $3,000 and have the house protected up to a value of $572,000. So there are a number of standard spin down rules, okay? And I'm going to go through what those are. I'm going to go through eight. I'm going to hit eight that are just blatantly in the rules, and I'm going to talk about those, okay? Before we get too far into it, though, I'm going to ask you to go to mcelderlaw.com. Go to mcelderlaw.com right now and sign up for our e-newsletter so that you can get content like this. We're going to develop an e-course on spin-downs. It's going to be about advanced issues relating to spin-downs, okay? And by advanced, I mean we're going to, we're going to read the line between the lines, on what's in the rules, and we're gonna talk about some things that aren't just specifically said about Medicaid rules, okay? So look for those courses. Those are gonna come out also on mcelderlaw.com, and you'll be able to go in and take those courses, just like, a, just like an online course, okay? It's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait to get that done and get that out to you. The reason I'm asking you to go to mcelderlaw.com right now, if you do, I've written two books on the area of practice, that you're in right now, which is in, which is elder law and veterans benefits. Saving the Farm has all kind of elder law and veterans benefit strategies and other issues that seniors deal with. You'll love Saving the Farm. It'll give you a great insight. If you're learning, if you're searching for information, I know you're maybe going through some, either thinking about planning ahead or you're going through a crisis right now. And I hate that, but I want to give you information that you can use. You can use that. So I want to give you a free copy. If you sign up off this video, go to mcelderlaw.com on our homepage, sign up for the e-newsletter. You'll get a free copy of Saving the Farm 
and Hometown Heroes, okay? Hometown Heroes is a collection of veteran stories. It also has a chapter on veterans' benefits, okay? Veterans' pension benefits and other benefits. So I'd implore you to go check that out, okay? Um, Medicaid spend downs. One, you can purchase prepaid funeral plans. Two, you can purchase a new car. Three, you can pay nursing home expenses, obviously, or in-home care expenses. Four, you can purchase a new home. Five, you can make home improvements. Six, you can buy household goods or personal effects. Seven, you can repay debt. And eight, you can take a vacation. And we'll talk about what all those are. I'm going to go... Now, a little more in depth, I'm going to drill down on each one of those, okay? I would implore you to consult a professional. If it's not me, make sure it's somebody who practices elder law and really spends a lot of time with Medicaid crisis planning for long-term care because it involves changing rules. It involves a lot of property law, a lot of estate planning, a lot of variables, so you want somebody who concentrates in that subject area, okay? And our e-newsletter, by the way, okay, if you'll let me give you those free books, sign up off this video, you'll get those free books. So go there now, pause the video, go there now. But it'll also give you future information that will help with your search for information and help supplement what you need to know, okay? And we put out content, I try to, on a regular basis, good content. So... Let's recap, okay, those rules, and I'm going to drill down and go a little more in-depth on them. So the following eight items are items that you should consider in no particular order in a spin-down. These are items that are actually written right into the rules. One, purchase prepaid funeral plans. Now, these are plans, for example, you could put $10,000 toward funeral, I mean, you know, unfortunately, we're all going to pass anyway at some point um, until one of these days medical science can save us. Uh, but right now, we're all mortal. We're all going to pass away. And that takes money. It takes uh, money for a funeral. You could put $10,000 in a funeral plan that's going to have to be used at some point anyway. Save your family from having to come out of pocket. The children from having to come out of pocket, for instance. And that is allowable under the rules. Most of those plans are either insurance policies or you place the, uh, the money directly into the trust account of the funeral home. There's a couple of ways to do it. Just make sure you pick a reputable funeral home. And uh, my clients have generally had great experiences with uh, reputable funeral homes in the area. So that's right in the rules. Prepaid burial expenses. So there's $10,000, for example, right there. Um, also, purchase a new car. You know, Medicaid doesn't specify whether you can have a car that's worth $2,000 or more, right? Or, or $50,000. So you could purchase a new car. A person that is getting long-term care Medicaid can have one house and one car in their names, okay? One house and one car in their name. And, you know, there's really no limit on the value of that car. So you could buy a new car if you want. You could trade in your old car. Payment of nursing home expenses. 
Now, this is a no-brainer. You can pay for nursing home expenses. You can pay for medical expenses. You can pay even for in-home care expenses. could pay for, say, assisted living expenses as well. So those care expenses are allowed. And, you know, that just seems like common sense to me, but that is actually in the rules. So, so also, you could purchase a new home. Uh, you can have a home um, and, you know, an individual residence and still qualify for long-term care or nursing home, you know, nursing home Medicaid or assisted living Medicaid. You can have a residence in your name and I'll come back to it. That's why ladybird deeds become so important. Let's say you bought a new house or you have an existing house. You can place a ladybird deed on that home. That home does not pass through the probate estate. It's not subject to a Medicaid lien. Medicaid knows that, it's their policy. They've done a great job, the state has, and its legislators and policymakers in allowing for seniors and families of seniors, people, to save their homes and still collect the Medicaid benefit to provide for assisted living or nursing home care. So Lady Bird Deeds, you could put it on your house this month and next year or next month even, need the benefit to pay for that nursing home or assisted living care, the Medicaid benefit, and it's okay under Medicaid policy. You don't, you're not subject to that three-year look-back period for assisted living Medicaid or five-year look-back period for nursing home Medicaid. So you don't have to put it in place outside of that time period before you access the benefit. So that is extremely great. I can't tell you how many millions of dollars millions upon millions of dollars per day that saves in this state and every county in this state. And many other states have Lady Bird D laws or policies on the books as well. Uh, I would say uh, a couple of years ago when I was researching Saving the Farm, we were the 11th state to allow those by policy. Um, and I would not doubt if there are more now. And I'll know when I rewrite Saving the Farms, which I'm going to do here shortly. Um, making home improvements, home improvements. So home improvements can be made. Uh, that means you can't put an, you know, a new wing on the house or a new room on the house, can't do that. But you can certainly maintenance the existing structure. Your house might need a new roof. Your house uh, may need a new kitchen or updated kitchen, right? You know, remodeled kitchen, baths, might need new flooring, might need, you know, might have some leaks in the roof or in the ceiling, you know, that need patched and fixed. You can spend your hard-earned money and property to take care of your house and to upgrade your house, especially if you're going into a nursing home or assisted living facility or a loved one is, you know, would be good to have the house in good repair. And that's allowable under the rules. You can buy household goods or personal effects. And those are simply things, you know, that, that speaks for itself. Household good or personal effects. You can also pay debt, uh, so debt repayment. So that means Visa, MasterCard, bills, any other bills, mortgage, owe $50,000, $90,000 in the mortgage and pay that mortgage off or down. Um, and you know, really, that's really is a value savings allowing the Medicaid rules right there. It allows you to transfer over money from say a bank account or retirement account directly to your house which you don't lose any value there. Hopefully over time it actually appreciates and gains some value. Uh, just the house isn't as liquid as a bank account. But debt repayment is allowed. 
And last but not least, vacation. What does that mean? Well, my thoughts are that the reason that this is in the rules, that the policymakers leave this in the rules, is sometimes you might have a spousal caregiver, for instance, a, a community spouse, and this needs to be the community spouse that would be taking that vacation. That's been caring for a loved one for a long time at home. Usually, you know, without any pay, they're just, you know, they're just there as a, as a, as a devoted spouse taking care of their, their spouse. If you Google spousal caregivers or family caregivers, you'll see that that actually diminishes your lifespan. It absolutely wears on you over time. And that's what respites are for is to recharge, rest, relax, get your mind off of it, let your hair down, and hopefully, you know, just unplug, get away from everything you've been going through every day caring for that spouse and that loved one. But you're allowed to take a vacation. You might take a week at the beach or the mountains or two, and that's allowed to be paid out of those marital funds or those household funds. Um, and that, I think that's a great thing. So, so that's last but not least, and that is highly underutilized, by the way. That is a highly underutilized element of a Medicaid spend-out. So I'm going to really quickly review those, those eight rules that are, right, that are written right in the rules. Uh, so one, purchase prepaid funeral plans. Two, purchase a new car. Three, payment of nursing home expenses. Four, purchase of a new home. Five, make home improvements. Six, buy household goods or personal effects. Seven, debt repayment. And eight, vacation. The spouse takes a vacation. So, that's a Medicaid spin down. It is and it isn't. That's what's written directly in the rules. But I'll tell you, it's much more complicated than just that. It can be. And there are many more options to save harder money and property than just that. So we actually have a machine built here to help people with that. Many, uh, well, quite a few people here working day and night to help you protect your hard-earned money and property. Um, and I'm very proud of what we've built here to help you out there. So if you have any questions about today's show, if you have any questions about Medicaid spend downs or look back periods, give us a call here at McIntyre Elder Law. That's 704-259-7040 at our Shelby office. Or you can call our Charlotte office at 704-998-5800. And we would be glad to see you either place. We actually service people all over this region and all over the state, uh, routinely in Asheville, routinely in Hickory, routinely in Charlotte, routinely in Shelby, and also uh, beyond that. So, so uh, I'm Greg McIntyre, McIntyre Elder Law. I very much enjoy bringing you this information today on spend downs. Again, remember Veterans Administration, Veterans Pension Benefits, Aid and Attendance Pension Benefits, as of today, October 18th, 2018, have a three-year look back period on asset movement. I'm going to do a little bit of a show about the new spend down rules and 
the new rules with Veterans Pension, and I'll have that coming up for you. I'm going to do one of those. I'm going to also do a more in-depth look at look-back periods and what they are and how they work. Uh, so look for that coming up as well. You can watch the Elder Law Report uh, right on my Facebook page or our Facebook page at McIntyre Elder Law um, at 10 a.m. every Friday. We're, we're religious about getting that in at 10 a.m. every Friday. And also next week we'll be interviewing Heather Callahan Dixon. Um, she is an in-home care specialist in Gastonia with Helping Hands and runs the Gastonia office in the Gastonia branch. I can't wait to interview Heather. She's always a lot of fun and she really, really cares about what she does. And she's extremely knowledgeable about how to give that care, how that's done and how to pay for it. So I can't wait to bring you that information next week. Tune in next Friday. I'd also ask you again, as I asked you at the beginning of the video, go to mcelderlaw.com, sign up for our e-newsletter, and we will give you a free copy of my book on estate planning and elder law, Saving the Farm, and the Veterans Benefits book and Veterans Stories book, Hometown Heroes. mcelderlaw.com, sign up for the Elder Law Report, and you'll receive important information like this and other information regarding elder law and estate planning and senior issues right to your inbox. You'll have that delivered right to your inbox at least weekly. So we'll we'll send you that information on a regular basis. Have a great day. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Life is busy, we all know. We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law State planning benefits and even probate we take the planning piece off your plate. If you or your spouse were in the military, we can help with benefits for your family. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre 